Hi everyone, it's Professor Clark, and today's topic is second conjugation verbs. So we already did a quick overview of first conjugation verbs, and today we're going to do an overview of second conjugation verbs. Once again, a lot of this should be review for you. This should be stuff that you already learned in first year, but we are going to go over it in more detail and learn a few tricks and tips for dealing with second conjugation verbs. This is going to be a pretty long and complicated lecture, so don't feel like you have to get all of it at once. You might want to work on it a slide at a time or download the MP3 and listen to it separately while you're out going for a run or something. Again, don't feel like you have to master everything at once. Approach it in little bits and parts uh, as you can and eventually it should all make sense to you. So let's start with a very quick review of second conjugation verbs. So second conjugation verbs normally have consonantal stems. If you remember, first conjugation verbs can have either vocalic or consonantal stems. That is to say, the stem can end in either a vowel or a consonant, although vocalic stems, vowel stems, are much more common. Uh, with second conjugation verbs, almost all of them are going to have consonantal stems. The exception are these O-stem verbs, like stroit to build and stayat to stand, but those are pretty easy to recognize. Otherwise, they're going to have consonantal stems. And the personal endings are exactly the same as for first conjugation verbs. So once again, the very last letter in the ending, or last letters, a couple of them have two, but the very end of the ending is this personal ending that indicates whether it's yati, on, mlivi, or ani, and that's going to be the same regardless of conjugation type. It's the vowel that goes in front of it that indicates whether it's first conjugation or second conjugation. And so the personal endings are the same. Um, ya is going to be u or u. Ti uh, is going to have shomyachisnak. On, ana, ano is going to have ta. Mi is going to have m. Vui is going to have tia, and ani is going to have ta again. The difference between first and second conjugation verbs is what happens before the personal endings. So uh, the ya form will have u added directly to the consonantal stem unless the eight-letter spelling rule is in effect. So this is different than what happens with a first conjugation verb. With a first conjugation verb, if you have a consonantal stem, you're going to have Ooh, but for a second conjugation verb, you're going to add U directly to the consonant unless the eight-letter spelling rule is in effect. So we see here, govaryu, I speak, zvanyu, I call, smatryu, I look, but we have slishu, I hear, viju, I see, and siju, I sit. And in those last three verbs, we have hushers with the endings added to the husher, so we're going to add oo rather than you because we can't write you after a husher. And then for the middle persons, the ti, onana, mi, and vui forms, we're going to add e before the endings. So we'll have ish, it, im, and itya. And then for the ani form, we're going to add ya before the personal ending, so yat, unless the eight-letter spelling rule is in effect. So again, we have gavriat, zvanyat, and smutrit, but slishat, lyajat, and uchitsa. Let's start with second conjugation verbs that have no mutations or spelling rules coming into effect. 
So these are your basic second conjugation verbs. And there's a reasonable number, but they're not actually that many of them. Uh, you're more likely in many cases to have some kind of a mutation or a spelling rule come into effect with your second conjugation verb. However, let's start with these sort of classic examples of second conjugation verbs that don't have any mutations or any spelling rules in effect. And normally the examples of those kind of verbs are gavarit to speak and zvanit to call. And let's look at their perfective forms, which conjugate exactly the same. So pazvanit to make a call and pagavarit to talk a little bit. If we look at pazvanit, we have pazvanyu. Note that we add the u directly to the consonantal stem. Pazvanish, pazvanit, pazvanim, pazvanitya, pazvanyat. And the same with pagavarit to talk a little bit, to have a little chat. Pagavaryu, we add the u directly to the consonantal stem. And other examples of this kind of verb are kurit, to smoke, as in to smoke a cigarette, and smatriet, to look or to watch. Let's look at o-stem verbs. This is a small but very important class of second conjugation verbs in which we have o and then the ending. And examples would be stroit to build, stoit to cost or to be worth, stayat to stand, and bayatsa to be afraid. So these four verbs are the most important O-stem verbs. You're unlikely to encounter many others, but these you see all the time. And they're very easy to work with. To conjugate them, you just drop the eats or the yachts of the infinitive and add the endings directly to the O. So stoit, to cost or to be worth, becomes stoyu, stoish, stoit, stoim, stoitia, stoit. And note that the only difference between stoit and stayat in the conjugated form is the stress. So if we conjugate stayat to stand, we would have stayu, stayish, stayit, stayim, stayitia, stayat. Or let's have a look at bayatsa, to be afraid, to fear. Bayus, bayisha, bayitsa, bayimsa, bayitias, bayatsa. So again, if you look at it, you see that we just take the endings and we add them directly to the o. There's no mutation. Uh, you're unlikely to have a stress shift. They're really very straightforward to use. You just add the endings directly to the o. Now let's take a look at second conjugation verbs with dental stems. Dental consonants are those that you make using your teeth. So d, z, s, st, or ta, for example, are dental sounds. And if you have any of those dental consonants or dental sounds, d, z, s, st, or ta, the consonant will mutate in the ya form. And there's a chart on page 18 of your textbook that shows you the mutations, but we'll go over them now. And it's important to note once again that this only happens in the ya form, in the first person singular form of the verb. In first conjugation verbs, if you remember verbs like pisats or skazats, the mutations will be the same, but they will happen in all six forms of the verb. In second conjugation verbs, the mutation will only happen in the first person singular. It will only happen in the ya form. Let's do a quick review of those mutations. De and za are going to become je. Sa is going to become sh. Ta is going to become cha. And sta is going to become sha with a tail. When this happens, the ya form will have 
ooh in the ending, but the ani form will have yat because the eight-letter spelling rule will only be in effect for the ya form. It will not be in effect for the ani form. Let's look at an example. Uh, vazitz, which means to transport by vehicle in a multidirectional fashion. So this is the multidirectional form of to transport by vehicle. And vazit becomes ya vajou, the z becomes a z, and then we have a husher, the eight-letter spelling rule comes into effect, and so we write u. But then we have ty vozish, ana vozit, my vozim, vy vozitya, ani vozyat. And let's just quickly compare that with skazats, which also has a z stem, but is a first conjugation verb. And skazat, we have skazu, skazush, skazit, skazum, skazit, skazut. All forms of the verb have the mutation. And so just remember that first conjugation, everything mutates. Second conjugation, only I mutate. Other common second conjugation verbs that have this mutation include vidyat, to see, lietyat, to fly, unidirectional, nasit, to carry on foot, multidirectional, prastit, to forgive, sidyat, to sit, and chadit, to travel by foot, multidirectional. Now let's look at second conjugation verbs with labial stems. Labials are consonants or sounds that you make using your lips. And the ones that interest us here are b, v, and p. And when we have a second conjugation verb, the stem of which ends in b, v, or p, we add l before the u in the ya form. So this is another type of mutation. And a very common example is lubits, to love. So we have ya, lublu, we add an l after the b. But then, the same with gatovits, to prepare or to cook, gatovlu with an L before the U, gatovish, gatovit, gatovim, gatovitia, gatovit. Or pastupits, it's to step or act in the perfective, but it's also to enroll in university. So, ya pastuplu. You can also have second conjugation verbs with husher stems, just like you can with first conjugation verbs. And if you have a second conjugation verb with a husher stem, then the eight-letter spelling rule is going to come into effect because we are going to add the endings directly to the stem. So we will use u in the ya form rather than u, and at in the ani form rather than yat. And some common examples would be akunchit to graduate from school. So akunchu, akunchish, akunchit, akunchim, akunchitya, akunchit. And again, cha is soft, so you might think that you are hearing a soft vowel after it, and you might want to write a soft vowel, but we can't write soft uh, u or soft ya after cha. We have to write hard u or hard a, but we're going to hear softness because cha is itself soft. The same with uchitsa, to study or be in school. Uchus, uchisa, uchitsa, uchimsa, uchitis, uchitsa. And once again, we have this cha, this soft cha. So you're going to hear softness, but you're going to write hard consonants, hard u and hard a. And there's a small but important class of husher stem verbs that end in at in the infinitive. 
but they still are second conjugation. And so we chop off the at and add second conjugation endings directly to the consonantal stem. So a common example would be lejat, to lie or be lying, as in to be in a lying position. So we have lejou, lejish, lejit, lejim, lejit, lejat. But it's really important to note that you can't tell just by looking whether a verb that ends in a husher plus ats in the infinitive is first conjugation or second conjugation. So lejat, drjat, and slushat are all second conjugation, but slushat, poluchat, and izochat are all first conjugation. You just have to know and memorize them on a verb-by-verb -verb basis. Let's finish up with a quick review of the verb khatiet, to want. The verb khatiet is one of the few truly irregular verbs in Russian. There are many verbs that you might think are irregular, but are actually completely regular. They just follow some particular small paradigm. However, khatiet is, in fact, irregular. It is first conjugation in the singular and second conjugation in the plural. So let's look at the conjugation. Хотят becomes я хочу, ты хочешь, она хочет, мы хотим, вы хотите, они хотят. And so note that we have this consonant mutation of ta to cha in the singular, but not the plural. And the singular has first conjugation endings chu, chesh, chet, and the plural has second conjugation endings tim, titia, tiat. So you will have to memorize it. Uh, people frequently make mistakes with it, even native speakers. But one of the things that separates an educated person from an uneducated person is their ability to conjugate the verb khatiat. So you definitely want to be able to do it correctly. That is it for our review of second conjugation verbs. I hope you found that helpful. Again, there is a lot of information packed into this. So don't feel like you have to assimilate it all at once. Work through it slide by slide or in little bits. I hope you enjoyed it and we will talk again soon.